Hi everyone, Dr. Liz here. Welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. I'm glad you're here, glad you're listening and learning, and hopefully it will help you with your journey along the way. I am a psychotherapist with a specialty in anxiety, insomnia, and deeper emotional healing. Hypnosis is one of the tools in my toolbox that I use to help people feel better and to help people be better. I do work all over the world. Please feel free to reach out and contact me if you would like some help. I've been an entrepreneur for most of my adult life. Built an award-winning company, sold it, and then focused mainly on my private practice. That gives you a unique perspective, especially my ability to work with people in business at all kinds of levels. Before I go, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go and subscribe to the newsletter and you'll get free hypnosis downloads that you can listen to immediately. Another way is to buy one of the downloads that I have for sale. I only have a couple up there, but they're good ones. They've stood the test of time. Or if you'd like to join my Patreon, that's an additional way to support the podcast. I made the decision to not run ads during my podcast because I really do see it as an act of service. I completely respect people who do have ads on their podcast, but it's just not my path. But a great way to show your own support for it is to join the Patreon. So if you're interested, pop on over there and check it out. All right, everyone, enjoy the episode. And I hope to see you back here soon. interview today is with Don the Hypnotist, who's based out of Las Vegas, but works all over the U.S. and the world, doing hypnosis for people who want help. He is quite the storyteller, so I think you're really going to enjoy the interview. He tells about how he got started and how hypnosis changed his life and gives plenty of stories about some of the work he has done with people and how it's helped their life. So I hope you enjoy the interview. Let's jump in. Hi, Dom. Welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. Hey, Liz. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's start off with your first experience of hypnosis yourself. Yeah. So I, like many people, you know, I used to think hypnosis was fake. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd watch videos of guys going to people on the street and going, sleep. Right. Uh And then thinking, oh, these are actors or whatever. Or I'd watch a stage show and just think, wow, you know, everybody in high school, they eventually, everybody goes through a, um, where they have a hypnotist come to the high school. I actually didn't, I wasn't there on that day. So I never got to see that. Okay. My first hypnosis experience was when I first moved to Vegas. Uh, My fiance and I went to a hypnosis show. And, you know, we're sitting there in the crowd and the guy brings up like 40 people on stage and then kind of tests everybody. And then there's only eight, nine, 10 people left over. And I'm sitting 30, 40, 50 feet away. And Mm -hmm. I'm looking at these people and I'm going, oh, they're not paid actors. They're really under some type of like spell or trance or I, you know, I don't know. I was like, is this dark magic? What is, what's going on here? So (laughs) That was my first uh, experience with hypnosis. And then maybe two years after that, my mother called me one day and she goes, oh my God, you got to go to this course. Uh, They teach you NLP and then they teach you hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And I was like, really? She goes, yeah, you can learn in like two days. 
I'm like, yeah. no way. I thought, I thought it would take months or years to learn hypnosis. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was like a $3,500 course, which was a lot of money for me at the time. So I was like, nah, I don't want to go. Well, she ended up uh, surprising me with me, uh, surprising me with a Christmas gift to go to an introductory course, like a two and a half day weekend okay. course yeah. to do hypnosis. So what were you doing at the time? I was selling insurance, hating my life, ready to okay. just blow my brain <laughs> <Got> out. <laughs> Got it. I, I did insurance for about 12 years. There was some st stuff I did in between there from mm -hmm. 18 years old, basically to about 30. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the last few years, I just, I was just, I hated my life. I just wanted to be out of it so bad, but I just didn't know what the thing was. I was like, I know there's something better and more out there for me. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, my mom got me this hypnosis course and I had zero expectation. I was going to do this for a living. I just went because she got it for me for free. And I thought, oh, it'll be cool to learn some stuff or whatever. Uh -huh. And I went to the two and a half day course and it changed me so much as a, in that short week. Mm -hmm. Then on that Monday, I decided this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I was like, this is it. This is the thing I've been thinking about in the car when I would drive around hating my life. And I, uh -huh. and I finally found it. And uh, long story short, I, I initially made a goal of six months. I wanted to transition over to doing hypno, hypnotherapy full time. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even care to make the same amount of money. I was just, I was happy if I could make like three, $4,000 a month and just pay my bills. I was cool with that. Yeah. And I ended up working with about over a hundred people within two weeks for free, just practicing, mm -hmm. you know, practicing rapid yeah. induction and all these different things. And two weeks of the day I woke up. I had 10 appointments to go sell insurance and my body just would not go. My body is like, no, nah, man, we're done. Mm -hmm. So I called the, I called my assistant. I said, Hey, tell everybody I'm not coming in today. And I said, that's it. I'm never selling another insurance policy ever again in my life. And so wow. here we are now, four years later, there's 17 other people on my team. We got a team of hypnotherapists. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's been great. Wow. Wow. So you have like, you run a group practice then essentially 17 hypnotherapists. Yeah. yeah so it's in Las Vegas or no, it, everything's virtual. Everything's so we have, okay. I have a team of people that do the initial consultation mm -hmm. and they're hypnotherapists as well. They're mm -hmm. not as trained as the hypnotherapists that actually do the work. Yeah. So, you know, they're busy with 30, 35 appointments a day, mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, a day, a week. So the, the hypnotherapist that actually can do the, the change work with people. So we bring them in and basically we do a diagnostic diagnosis. <laughs> We're not cars, right? We're people. Right. So diagnosis <laughs> on what's going on. And then we kind of tailor a plan based off that to, you know, set them up with a hypnotherapist. So in everybody's mm -hmm. virtual, you know, it's, I got yeah. people all, all over the United States. So actually yeah. we have one person in Canada too. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see it as a real benefit that you can actually do hypnosis all over the US, all over the world. I do too. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm also hold a, a license in the state of Florida. So if I was just doing psychotherapy, I can only work in Florida. But right. if I'm doing hypnosis, I can work wherever, like all over the US. Like there's right. one state or something. In Connecticut, I actually had to register something like that, but but it's oh, a real okay. advantage that you can do hypnosis wherever. Yeah, I never it's thought actually, about that. yeah, it's actually a common yeah. question I get of, um, is it as effective through Zoom or phone? And right. you know, my answer is always yes. I'm sure you found the same thing. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. No, 100. Actually, one of my 
people that work for me, she booked some sessions with me. You know, the other day we jump on the phone and she starts talking and she's telling me about her. She she wasn't, we weren't intending to do one of our sessions, but she was telling me about something she was going on in her life. And I was like, all right, close your eyes, take a deep breath. You know, we mm -hmm. just went through the whole process. And then by the end of it, we had a tremendous breakthrough on, you know, she was self-sabotaging, mm -hmm. uh, you know, her success and everything. And so, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I prefer to do Zoom. I don't really if somebody signs up to do sessions with me, I'm going to do it, you know, on zoom. If I, I want to see them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could do it phone. It doesn't matter. You know, mm -hmm. I, I hypnotize people on my, on my Instagram, on my Instagram live. I can't even see them. I can't hear them. And I tell, I'll just walk them through certain steps on depending on what it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's effective either way. Okay. So they're just throwing a question out at you and you're, you're letting them know this is what yeah, I Yeah. Like do. yesterday I did a thing where I help people go to the root cause of like a limiting belief or a negative emotion. And mm -hmm. I just did it all on my live and they, they weren't really asking questions. I was just like, Hey guys, this is step one. Let's do it mm -hmm. all together. Okay. Boom. Step two. Boom. boom, boom. And then mm -hmm. by the end of it, you know, some people, they, they didn't get to what they wanted because they don't have, they need that one-on-one, -on -one. Yeah. but many of them were like, Oh, I was able to find this memory and you know, whatever. So it was good. Mm, cool. Cool. So what's your IG handle? Uh, it's dom.the.hypnotist. Okay. And that's YouTube. Everything's just Dom the hypnotist. Okay, great. That'll be in the show notes for people to make it easy for you to find Dom cool. and even go back and, and watch that if you like. And, and then see if you can get to your own root cause around. Yeah, something. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you work, I know you've worked a lot with professional athletes. Um, tell me about some of that work. How do they find you? Yeah, so I do jujitsu, not as much this past year because I've dealt with injuries and everything. But one of the reasons I actually moved to Las Vegas is because I wanted to do this specific type of jujitsu. It's called Nogi Jiu-Jitsu. Hmm. And where I lived at the time, they didn't have a school that I, at least that I could find. So being that Las Vegas is the fight capital of the world, you have mm -hmm. all a bunch of uh, UFC fighters here and, and things like that. Yeah. So I will train with these guys and you just get to know people over time. They find out what you do. They're like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. So that's kind of how I got with the UFC fighters. And then with the NFL guys, uh, I just started hitting people up on Instagram saying, hey, you know, have you ever thought about this or that? Or, and I've worked with a bunch of those guys as well. You know, I've worked with a couple of Olympic athletes those came through referrals from other people. One was uh, the first Olympic gold medalist for women's wrestling. Her name's Ooh. Helen Baroulis. This is a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And now my primary focus is I work with mostly business owners and salespeople. Mm -hmm. uh, and I still have clients that are, you know, the UFC fighters and NFL players that are, we do consistent work mm -hmm. uh, because they got to be at their peak performance, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that's centered around like peak performance. How do you move into that mind state? How do you like overcome yeah, any limiting beliefs? Many of them still have limiting beliefs, even though they're performing at a professional level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't, everybody has the same stuff just at higher. It's just a different level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, Everything that we go through in our life is no, nothing is done by accident, right? It's, um, mm -hmm. you ever heard the saying, Carl Jung was a guy that said it. He said, there's no such things as coincidence. If mm -hmm. you stepped in a puddle, you better ponder why you stepped in that puddle. You ever heard that saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I take that very literally. And so a lot of times the clients, even the athletes, when they come to me, they're dealing with something in their personal life or they're just 
chaos going on and it's not really necessarily related to fighting. Mm-hmm. And then we go into it and then we find out, like I have one of my football clients, he, uh, he had this nagging back injury for like mm-hmm. three years, mm-hmm. had no idea why. Mm-hmm. And so we went back into what was happening. And what we discovered is that he entered the draft early. Mm-hmm. And I think it was his last year or the, uh, excuse me, the last game or the senior ball or the whatever bowl he was in and his, he tweaked his back. Well, when we went back into his memory, his subconscious mind was like, Hey, we, we messed up your back so that you wouldn't get severely injured in the game and then have to be out of the draft. So it was like a protection mechanism to make sure he got drafted. Cause you know, if you wow. play your last game, you blow your ACL. Yeah. You're you're, done. you're, 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 yeah, you're screwed. So yeah. It wasn't that he faked it, but in a way, it's like his body just created this injury. When he first came to me, he was like, man, I got this nagging thing. And I said, you know, you can heal your back with your mind. And he's like, no, he's he's all skeptical. <laughs> I said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And we went through and then sure enough, he's like, after, you know, 10 minutes of whatever, he just is like, what the hell? Oh my God, you're right. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty fascinating what, what our mind is capable of. It is. It is. And I do believe that whatever's going on with us physically, it's often our body trying to protect us from mm-hmm. something. Absolutely. And often back, they say, especially lower back is like money. It's really to money, which would fit mm-hmm. to you if he's like right. wanting to get into the draft and yeah, you know, yeah. like go to so, the NFL and yeah. Speaking of money, I'll tell you a fascinating story, actually the same gentleman. So this was the NFL season of 2021. I'd been working with him starting like a little bit before preseason. Mm-hmm. And because we were doing the mental work and then he was doing all the physical work, uh, about halfway through the season, he finally got his first start. So, you know, we get together on Wednesday and he's like, Dom, I'm super nervous. So mm-hmm. if there's anything that you can do, if there's any tricks up your sleeve, any anything we haven't done yet, now's the time to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to record the plays of the other team because when you're playing in the nfl you got to memorize the playbook of the next team coming up right yeah and i said i'm going to put it on a hypnosis recording and i'm going to loop it throughout the night so you're going to listen to his 30 minute recording you listen to it 16 times you're going to hear it you know hundreds of times if with the plays right mm-hmm. you know and at the time i wasn't even sure if it was going to work I, I i didn't even really believe in sleep hypnosis back then because mm. i hadn't tried it and i just thought like how is this going to help me if I'm sleeping? I don't even know what it's saying. You know? <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. I had him listen to it Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. And then Sunday mm-hmm. he went out and played. Well, he messaged me after the game and he goes, Dom, I have never been more in tune with what, what the other team was going to do. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's like, I knew what they were going to do before they did it. He was happy because, you know, he's a new, it was his first start. And he, yeah. all of a sudden he's out there calling out the plays. Hey, this, 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 you know, he's taking, he's taking the leadership role. Uh-huh. So I thought, okay, well, thank God it worked. Number one, number two. Okay. Maybe there, maybe there is something to this whole sleep hypnosis thing. Yeah. So a few weeks went by or, or maybe it was a few months. I don't remember, but, um, I thought I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a sleep hypnosis about around creating abundance, right? Money. Mm-hmm. So I found this video and I started listening to it and I was super skeptical if it was going to work or not, but it was, mm-hmm. it was a YouTube video. It had millions of views and thousands of comments. Mm-hmm. And all these comments were just like, oh my God, I started listening to this for a couple of days and I made 10 grand or I made two grand or 500 mm-hmm. bucks, whatever, small amounts, big amounts. 
And at first I was thinking, ah, this is probably a bunch of bots that this guy paid for, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I like, I really went deep into it. I started looking at like people's comments. I would look at their profile and they'd have 10, 20, 30 subscri thousand subscribers. They'd have a bunch of videos. I'm like, okay, these are not bots. These are real people. Yeah. So I started listening to this sleep. I figured, you know, what I got to lose, I'm going to be sleeping anyway. So I might as well. Yeah. So I started listening to it on a Tuesday. And by Sunday, we had our biggest week ever by about mm. a 50% increase. Whoa, now, that's a big increase. That's a big increase, right? In four yeah. days. Yeah. So now this was great. The problem was though, is that at the time I didn't have the 17 people on my team like I do now is literally the three mm -hmm. of us and 50% more clients is great, but that also comes with 50% more work, right? It does. Yeah. So I stopped listening. It was too powerful. I stopped listening to it. I'm like, okay, I, I got to like <laughs> take a break. <laughs> yeah, I like, take a break. Yeah. So then, I don't know, a few months or weeks went by and I was, I, I kept thinking about like, man, that was really powerful, but I don't want to work that much. Like I, I can't work that much. It's too much. So I figured, well, you know what? I'm a hypnotist. Well, I'll just create my own sleep hypnosis and I'll adjust the wording so it's more around passive money and it's not so like, yeah, large amounts of money. Cool. But it also came with mm -hmm. large amounts of work. So let's make it more passive. Yeah. So I create this recording. I put it on my YouTube. I put it on my Instagram. And within a couple of days, I was getting a ton of great feedback, right? Mm -hmm. People, deals were closing that had been sitting around for people for months. Uh, their calendars were filling up with appointments, all, all this great stuff. But then other people were saying that they couldn't understand the recording. And it sounded distorted or like it was in a different language. So, really? yeah. So I'm thinking, huh. oh, sh I'm, maybe I messed something up on the back end when I when I yeah. created. You know, my, this is my first time doing it, and it's eight hours, right? So, so anyways, it's you know, oh, so it loops. Yeah, just it's one affirmation and it loops. It loops for eight hours. Yeah, it just loops. It's one sentence. What's the one sentence? It's large sums of passive money come to me easily and quickly from multiple sources on a consistent basis, and it's in the best good of all, I can keep, mm -hmm. save, invest, or give the money away. Whatever I decide to do, I could do it happily. So actually, it's very similar to the to the one that I listened to, but mm -hmm. I made some adjustments because again, I didn't want it to just be a large amount of money with a large amount of work. Yeah. So a few months later, I had the idea, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to start giving all my clients this sleep hypnosis as part of their homework when they sign up, right? Like we're mm -hmm. going to go through this process. Here's part of your deal. So same thing. I gave it to people. And within a couple of days, people were like, oh my God, money's coming in. And, and uh, I had one client text me and she goes, um, Dom, I think I'm going crazy. And I said, what's going on? And she goes, the first three or four days I could hear the recording perfectly fine, mm -hmm. but now it sounds distorted. It sounds like it's in a different language. Hmm. So I said, uh, you know, I've heard this before, yeah. send me a screen recording, we'll figure out. So she screen recorded it, sent it to me and, you know, I could hear it perfectly fine. Uh -huh. Well, about an hour goes by and she, she texts me. She's like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? And she goes, um, I showed your recording to my partner. We're in the same exact room, listening to the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. And she can hear it perfectly fine, but I can't understand it. It sounds like it's in a different language. So I'm thinking like, what, what the hell? What kind of right. sci-fi movie am I in <laughs> totally. right now? This is weird. Yeah. So I said, okay, let's talk about it on our next session. So week goes by, we jump on a call, and you know, I got, I got to, I got to see it for myself. So 
I jump on Zoom, I share mm -hmm. the screen, share the sound, hit the record or hit the play button. And sure enough, I can hear it as clear as day and she can't understand a word. She hmm. can read the words on the screen, but it's yeah. not processing auditorily. I just went with intuitively what I thought was going on. And I figured, okay, she must have a lot of fear around like whatever this recording is, she must be blocked on it. So mm. let's figure out what it is. So we went through each little segment, right? I told you the affirmation. So we went through like large sums of passive money. Okay. Why are you not letting me hear this easily and quickly? Why are you not letting me that? And, and the whole thing. And we discovered she had a bunch of different fears. So like she was afraid that when she became successful, her friends and family would be jealous and envious of her. Mm -hmm. She was afraid that when she became successful, she wouldn't be able to handle it like all at once, like a large amount. Mm -hmm. She was afraid she'd be successful, wouldn't be happy. So all these things. So one by one, we go through, we clear out each little fear mm -hmm. and limiting belief. And then 45 minutes later, boom, I hit play and she can hear it as, as clear as day again. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Now it gets even crazier. So yeah, I have a group that I do uh, every Monday. There's like 50 plus people that go and I share this with my group. And I said, hey guys, this is what happened, you know, blah, blah, blah. And a couple other people are like, yeah, this same thing with me. So I go through and same, same exact thing, right? We clear it out. Well, then the week later, the week after, um, I said, hey guys, uh, I'm going to show you how to create your own affirmation mm -hmm. and put it on loop throughout the night so you can listen to it kind of like the sleep hypnosis. So. Uh, there's this app, it's called the Parrot app. And basically you can download it and you just talk into it. You say an affirmation and you mm -hmm. hit play and it'll play until your phone dies. It'll just loop over and over. Okay. So people created their own affirmations, their own words. I didn't help them create it, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. they, they decided what it was. And within a few days after listening to it, people couldn't hear their own, they could not understand their own words, their own voice, mm -hmm. their own language because they were blocked mentally from these things. So uh, it really- I talk about this quite a bit in my practice, actually. What's that? Sometimes I'll have um, people say things under hypnosis, and, but then I, I tell them, but we're going to check that out when we're under hypnosis, whether you believe it 100%. Because if mm -hmm. you don't believe it 100%, you're going to block it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we're going to work with this until- it is believable to you. It is a stretch, but it's believable. So we're not right, right. taking someone from, you know, making zero to making a million a year. It's not believable to them. Right, right. We're going to take you to an amount that's like believable, that right, right. feels good, that feels comfortable. So, right. yeah. And I think that's often why affirmations don't work. And then people are like, oh, that doesn't work. Like, <laughs> no, you got to no, do something works. that really resonates with you. That's yeah, believable yeah, yeah. to you, the conscious and the subconscious mind. And right, or right. if you need to clear something, you clear it. Yeah. Yeah. We call it uh, the sweet spot. So your sweet spot is like mm -hmm. on a scale one to 10, your belief that you will hit that is like an eight. So there's yeah. a little bit of doubt, but it's okay because that doubt is what's going to stretch you to get to that point. Because if it's a yeah, 10, like that, that means it's too easy, right? If mm -hmm. it's a 10, then you're not stretching yourself. But if it's too much, if it's like a seven, six, five, four, three, yeah. two, one, it, it creates so much anxiety and, and it actually does the opposite effect. You, you push it away from you. So yeah, we like to keep everything within that sweet spot. 
that you know there's a little hesitation but for the most part it's like i can do this i just really got to yeah. dial in you know yeah i think that's also where like something that is custom shines yeah it's like yeah this is custom to you versus just pulling something um off the internet that you're like what's going on here i don't really believe this or or something like that i mean sometimes yeah, people yeah. can find stuff out there randomly that absolutely is going to work for them. They're going to believe it. But if they find that they're starting to have all kinds of doubts, it's like that, that is when I recommend, like, perhaps you work with someone individually to get something that's more custom or to clear right. those old beliefs that are holding you back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then not only that, um, on top of that, if you just pull up a random video on YouTube, you don't know what the other, how, like, experience that hit it, i could just say all right yeah. i just got my certification three days ago now i'm gonna put a video on youtube and it's gonna be a hypnosis like they yeah. could be messing up the language they could just be you know like True. implanting the wrong things in your head there's there's a lot that can go bad with that i mean it's 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 yeah. not like it's permanent you could always reverse it but mm -hmm. yeah I, it's definitely one-on-one -on -one is there's no comparison to like listening to a youtube video because it's not in your language. It's not tailored to you. It's not specific. So mm -hmm. when you get that one-on-one, -on -one, it's, it's worth it because, you know, it's just like anything. Like, look, if I want to learn how to do jujitsu, I could learn on YouTube or I could go to the source of the guy and yeah. learn from him. Right. And he can yeah. tweak every little thing and it's just going to be so much better, you know? So that's yes. how I look at it. Agreed. So once these, you created the, the personal affirmations for them and then, um, you had this percentage that couldn't understand it anymore. So then you worked with them to like clear what was going mm -hmm. on in the group session. Uh, no, one on one. Oh, one on one. Uh, okay. And here's what's crazy: like I had a client the other day. He makes like maybe close to six hundred thousand a year or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's worth millions of dollars, you know, whatever. And um, he couldn't hear the recording either. Like I, I have a lot of clients that are multi, multi-millionaires and they'll start uh -huh. listening to it and the, it, it distorts on them. And then we find out they believe like they don't deserve it or everything mm -hmm. has to be a struggle. It has to come like the easily and quickly. They're like, no, it has to be hard and, you know, for it to be worth it and things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's not just like people that don't have money it's, it's everybody. And it's, it's crazy. I don't know if I just call these people in, but it's a very high percentage of people that can't hear it. It's, 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 it's like, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, nuts, it's been hundreds huh? of people now, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it's, it's very weird. I don't know. Yeah. What it is, but... I, I often work with like high net worth clients and they struggle just like anyone mm -hmm. else. And they actually have some struggles that other people don't around money. Yeah. yeah around yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely deserving or some of the old beliefs and um you know purpose meaning all kinds of stuff and it's yeah, yeah. i think the well, fantasy guilty or, guilt absolutely yeah. yes that's a big one right yeah it is like the fantasy is that money is going to fix all of that for people yeah and that's not really the truth of what happens because we're human beings i had a, a gentleman i went to dinner with the other night i was with a friend and then, you know, uh, we went to dinner with this guy, he owned the restaurant and he's really successful, owns restaurants in all the most exotic places in the world, whatever. And at some point in the conversation, my buddy goes, Hey man, let's just start working out again. You know, remember when we worked mm -hmm. out together, we were, you were super ripped and this and that. And he's like, 
dude, I just, I can't like my body's in pain all the time. Mm. And my buddy goes, I think it, he's like, it's because your body's trying to tell you you need to work out. And he goes, no, man, I think my body's trying to tell me something else. So for mm-hmm. me, that's like a, the alarm bells went off. I was like, oh shit, you know, what's going on? So I asked him, I said, Hey, do you want to, you know, do you want to get rid of your pain? And he goes, um, well, yeah, kind of confused. Like, what are we about to do? You know? So what we ended up discovering is that his entire family, his brother, his sister, his mom, his dad, they all had some type of autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, cancer, mm-hmm. or whatever, some mm-hmm. issues. And he didn't have any problems. And not only did he not have any problems, he was wildly successful financially and mm-hmm. they weren't. Everybody in his family was just kind of poor. Mm-hmm. So subconsciously, he believed that he deserved to be in pain because it was his way of staying connected to his family. Oh, because yeah. he thought if, if he was super successful financially and his health was perfect, he can't connect with them. So mm-hmm. to be able to stay connected and still feel that love, he's like, I got to feel the pain too, right? So yeah. in the matter of 10, 15 minutes, we went through and cleared it out. And his pain went from an eight all the way down to a two. Mm-hmm. And the only reason it didn't go to zero is because, you know, it was like 1130 at night by this time. And I was like, yo, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's do this another time. Let's figure, fi- finish yeah. the rest another time. Mm-hmm. But uh, that goes to show you like the, how our subconscious mind will just self-sabotage us and we don't even know it, you know, and we yeah. think like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm born this way. Nope, nothing I can do. It's it's my genetics. Oh, yeah, so, it's no. so true. There's um, he used to be very well known. He passed away a couple of years ago. But Dabney Ewan, who was um, a medical doctor and a hypnotist, okay, he did a lot of research around burns. Actually, so he was in New Orleans, and the guys would come off the oil rigs with a very severe burn. Actually, emergency room would call him anytime, day or night. He'd run over. And he would um, do hypnosis with them. And his research showed like people could grow back hair where they shouldn't be able to grow back hair. They, they, wait, wait, what's a, is this guy still alive? No. Can you help me grow yeah. back my hair, bro? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, the, you know, the pain levels would come down. They would heal faster, all this different stuff. But during his seminar, and I took this, I think I had been trained in hypnosis a couple of years by then, but I was attending the seminar because he was so well-known and wise, honestly. And um, he always asks, is there anyone else in your family who has this similar problem? Or he'll ask, is there anyone else you know with this similar problem or something like that? And after I I started adding that into my intake, mm-hmm. and it's really fascinating. It does show like, oh, are you connecting with someone around this. And I work a lot with sleep. I'm an insomnia specialist and sometimes the answer will be no. So it's not always a a family connection, but other times I'll be like, oh yeah, my mom, my grandma, we just all struggle with sleep. And it's like, wait a minute, people convince themselves it's all genetic. Right. So there's no solution, although right. they're in my office. So a part of them believes there's a solution. Right? Right, right. <laughs> so whether that's a office virtual or real in person, it's interesting because I do believe there are some genetics that go into things, but we also know there's epigenetics so that it can be changed. And not right. only that, you can change it for your future generation. So right. say you have children or you're going to have children someday, you can change it for them. So it's always like a really great question. Like, who yeah, else that's good. I'm going to add that in there. What yeah. we ask is like, how does your mother relate to this? How does your father? But 
Hmm. We could just ask, that's not the same question, right? It's a different question. Because you might not even think, somebody might say, oh, my mother relates because of this, but they might not realize that they that their mother has the same issue or even like a, a, a grandma or whatever. So yeah. yeah, I love that question. That's, that's great. Occasionally it's someone random. So they'll be like, eh, not really. I don't, the only one I know with this problem like this is like a coworker that I had something uh-huh. like that. So sometimes uh-huh. it's not a family member. It's like someone that was in their environment somewhere. Right. But it's always really interesting. It is. It really is. Yeah. To leave yeah, it open. is, it's uh it's changed my life so much in the in the way of how I see things and what I realize is really going on in the world and it just makes you go wow this is like this is so crazy because a lot of the stuff we're taught about our body and how everything works is just complete and utter nonsense a lot, a lot of it not all of it but a lot of it is like oh there's nothing you can do and you're screwed and uh, and you know it's just oh you're not like yeah. it's just genetic you're, yeah. you're, you're, oh, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> right, you right. can actually do something about it, you know? <laughs> you can. Yeah. And then I I have a deeper level too of, all right, you know, what kind of spiritual work is going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you needed this for a little bit to move through it, to clear it, or perhaps this is something you need going forward. Always allow for that. But I mean, I had um I had a colleague who was on the podcast a couple of times, actually, who had MS. And no one would think that you could cure MS with hypnosis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and technically, we're not even allowed to say cure, cure quote, unquote. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but she will tell you that she cured her, hypno- her MS with hypnosis because it was tied to this uh, limiting belief that she had. Which so, was what? Do you remember? It was... Um, that she must be ill and sick to get attention from her mother. Ah, that's a very common one, right? To to get attention. Yes. And she was in a wheelchair. They had daily assistants coming in to help her. And you would never know that, like looking at her. When I met her, she was like a beautiful, functional, walking. You would never know that she had been in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. She had already healed herself when I met her and actually... Um, I went to the hypnotherapist that she saw for some mm. of my own um, subconscious beliefs to mm-hmm. heal those. And it, and then I became trained in that technique, which I, I call core healing, but it's really a regression technique to mm-hmm. go back and see, okay, where is this belief tied to? And yeah, then yeah. healing that belief. Isn't that so crazy? Like, how, yeah. are we not, how are we not taught this in middle school? You know, like... <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, um, I don't think our brains are quite developed enough for that. Right. And they could at least (laughs) like know what a limiting belief. I mean, we're 12. If they're showing freaking (laughs) think of the nonsense they push on kids now. It's like, oh, my God. Well, that's true. Yeah. Some of this stuff, you know what I mean? Like, what is a limiting belief or like, how do you why are you such an angry little you know what? It's like, (laughs) oh, it's because of this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's see, I have a 21 year old, she's going to be 22 next month and a uh, 17 year old. And so mm-hmm. we've talked about limiting beliefs their whole life and they still have them. Okay, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, okay, once that brain's developed at 25, we're going to get some good work done, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, oh, so you don't actually, you never worked with them on anything or, um, no, no, I have, I have, oh, yeah. I mean, 
some less formally, let's say my, actually the first time, uh, my first, like, let's say exposure to hypnosis was buying a CD. So it was back when we had CDs and used them a lot, but I bought a CD for my daughter who was around, I think she was around six, seven, eight around the time. And all of a sudden she developed this fear of heights. And so I was not actually trained in hypnosis at the time. I knew about it, but I wasn't actually even practicing as a psychotherapist at the time. I had a PhD, but I was home with my kids. So she must have been more like six, let's say, because I went to back to work when she was about six and a half or so. So she developed this fear of heights. All of a sudden, she wouldn't climb up on any playground structures, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. And so I found Steve G. Jones, who is pretty you know, well-known in the hypnosis community. And I found a recording of his, I ordered the CD. I said, it's subliminal. So it just sounded like ocean sounds for her. But I told her, mm. we're going to work on this. And it's just going to sound like ocean sounds. And I'm going to put it on while you sleep. She said, okay. So it took, I don't know, she listened to that a couple of weeks. And then we went to a place that had, um, let's call it like a mini zip line. It was like a zip line for kids. It was like the, at the mm. zoo. She went right up. She went across. She oh, never wow. had a problem after that. Yeah. So, so subliminal, like uh, just very subtle voice in the background or? You couldn't hear it at all. It really sounded like ocean sounds. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, I I ordered like, um, listen to your mother and <laughs> get yeah, right. grades and you know, did it work? good stuff. It, it did work. She, yeah, uh, she's about to graduate from college. She's made one B ever. Like oh, that's wow. another problem though. <laughs> you know, like she like told too, me one time. too dedicated or something. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that's all driven by anxiety, mom. And I'm like, no, right. <laughs> not, it feels like she's not good enough or something. <laughs> no, she's There's like, always she, a yin to the yang. There is. Like, there you is. know what I mean? Yes. But um, but yeah, there was one problem she was working on um, where I said, you know what, let's go to my office to work on this. Cause I have the whiteboard there and all this mm. stuff. I actually have a chalkboard in my home, but you know, it's like, let's More, go to my yeah. office. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a subtle component to that, right? Like right. let's go somewhere formal and really work on this. Right. So in that aspect, yes. But generally I send them to my mentor actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I think that same child had a, a needle phobia that I center mm. up there. I did the CBT too, calling to behavioral therapy with like an anxiety specialist that track. But then I sent her to um, hypnosis. Um, it, it didn't work great for her, but then my mentor and I were actually in another seminar about six months later. The presenter, who was fantastic, uh, Wendy, I don't remember her last name, Limpke, I think, maybe Wendy Limpke, but she was talking about um, some early stuff that happened for her child around two. And all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, oh my God, Marty, I forgot to tell you that Mia had heart surgery at two. Like, um, like this is the root of this problem. You know, right. like I never revealed the root to you. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, wait, the heart issue was start was causing what the anxiety? Well, she has a needle phobia, and I think it really oh, originated there when she was uh, two. Right. You can't understand what's going on, and you know yeah, why people yeah. are hurting you. And, and she all got that over stuff. that. Somewhat, let's say. Somewhat, yeah. Now she can do it with support. So her boyfriend there, her dad there, something like that. Yeah, oh, she okay. can do that. Oh, that's mm -hmm. cool. 
when wow, she needs to. Good. I mean, no one's signing up for like shots, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or blood draws. No one's right, signing up right. for that, right? But unless you're a phlebotomist, <laughs> I guess you're signing up for it, right? But that's to yeah, that's pull it out. Yeah, it is fascinating. It really is. So often I think the problem will go back to early childhood, although in my practice, I've seen it in adolescence, early 20s. It just depends what happens to you. Sometimes um, if someone's older, they had something happen in their 20s or 30s that really shifted some kind of belief they had. Right. Yeah. A lot of times I find it is genetic or, you know, we go into memories of their parents, their grandparents, their great grandparents, and Mm -hmm. they go in and find out. It's, It's interesting because I've had you know, pe- people go and they're so blown away at it, like, how am I getting this memory of, you know, whatever it may be. And then they go and ask their parents or their grandparents or whoever. And I've never, not one time had somebody come back and say they were wrong, you know, never really? once. No. Yeah. Never. Every, every person that's ever verified, uh-huh. it was spot on, like very, very, very mm. detailed too. And, and in many cases, so I had a gentleman who went into this memory of his grandfather, like in the war and uh, World War II, his mm-hmm. grandfather passed away and he ended up telling his dad about it. And his dad was like, okay. He's like, where were they? He's like, they were in a barn. What were they wearing? They were wearing coats. What was going on? He's like, I don't know, but I just had the sense that somebody was going to kill him. Uh, they just kill his grandpa. And what time of year was it? It was winter. And how many people were in the, the barn? Five, like every little detail. And then his father ended up saying, well, yeah, everything that you just told me is exactly what happened. And, you know, he told the whole story about his grandfather was in a, his grandfather got wounded by the Nazis and he was in a hospital. The hospital got bombed. And while the hospital got bombed, everybody evacuated. And when his grandfather evacuated, he grabbed, an, I don't know why, but it, maybe there was just laying around, but he grabbed a Nazi's jacket because it was the only thing he could find. Mm-hmm. So here's a Rush, Russian soldier wearing a Nazi's jacket. Well, the Russians ended up finding him and they're like, hey, you know, we're going to kill you. And he's like, no, 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 I'm a Russian. I'm a Russian. They're like, well, you're wearing a Nazi jacket. Uh So they put him in this barn, him and five, uh, four other people, because they were going to execute him the next day because they wanted to verify his story. And then they verified it was true. And obviously the guy lives because his grandson's alive. Uh But uh, to the literally to the clothes they were wearing that's how accurate it was with that genetic memory so yeah that's wow, very fascinating oh that is that is yeah yeah our minds are really capable of amazing things yeah and some people they yeah. just think it's fake or you know I, I don't i don't know what but what they think but yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 cool stuff once you dive into this and really understand like what's really going on you know yeah yeah i mean the fake question does come up and what I say is the what question? The fake, like is this fake? Is this real? Is it oh, real right, or right. am I making it up? <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like when I mean you can't go and verify, but let's say you can't do that. Then I always say I'm I'm not the lawyer here. We're not in a court of law. I don't need evidence. <laughs> yeah, What's yeah, really yeah. important to me is the perception that yeah, you're yeah. forming around that memory. And also it's like you're paying me a lot of money and it's time to be here. Like you'd have no um, motivation to make up mm-hmm. stuff. Right, right, right. It doesn't really matter. We're working with what the mind's coming up with right. so that we can heal that. So All that matters is how you feel after, right? Do we resolve it or not? Yeah, exactly. Right. How you move forward in your life. Yes. Do you do past lives? 
No, not I don't do regressions, but uh, occasionally things will pop up that, hey, this started from a past life and we go down that path. Yeah. But it, I don't do past life regressions necessarily. I mean, I guess it okay. is in a way, but uh, not like the typical, because people hit me up, oh, I want to do past life regression. I'm like, for what? And they're like, I just want to see that. I don't really do. Mm-hmm. But if it's a problem that comes up and then we go into a past life. Spontaneously. Like, yeah. 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 So that's how I started doing past life regression is like it would happen spontaneously in session and then i'm like ah, i think i need some training around this <laughs> so yeah, i yeah, finally yeah. got it and then it's like right. oh, yeah we can do past life if you want or yeah, cool. um what i say is uh bqh beyond quantum healing which is really looking at uh you can look at the future and seek guidance from your spiritual guides uh-huh. so sometimes you go through the past as well during that one but that one's really fascinating it, so. it's a hypnosis meditation they actually don't say it's a hypnosis technique. Oh, okay. Formally, <laughs> the trainer who, uh, who I guess named it, and it originates from Dolores Cannon. Oh, okay. There's a lot of all the yes, alien stuff, spiritual work. Yes. Yeah, people always ask me, "Can you do the door?" Oh my, I don't know. But there's some clients <laughs> where I'm like, "Hey, this guy's a this guy's one of those people. He needs to go see a Dolores Cannon trainer because <laughs> like this yeah. is one of those people right here." Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really interesting. That one is too, but, um, but yeah, similar experiences just started coming up. I didn't even believe in it, quote unquote, believe in it. I had had a past life regression myself. Cause I was looking for some answers around a relationship actually. Mm. And, um, it did not go well at the time I was not trained in hypnosis. So this was before I was trained. And uh-huh. I know now that there's no way the guy was yelling at me. I mean, uh-huh. he's a professional. It's just like under hypnosis, it felt like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. I know that now, but at the time I was like, this is awful. Like, That's just funny. stop yelling at me, <laughs> you know? But um, and asking these questions and it's like, I don't want to even answer that. Like, right. <laughs> it's really interesting. But um, I had that one experience and just sort of left it alone for a long time. And then they begin to happen spontaneously. So I was like, hmm. Yeah, I'll get some training on this one. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So we are coming to the end of our time here. Thank you so much for yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Being here. Please tell people again how to find you and if they'd like to work with you, how to reach out. Yeah. So you can go to uh if you want to book a consultation, domthehypnotist.com slash hypnosis slash zoom. So we do about a 45 minute deep dive and bring up a lot, like a lot of stuff we've been talking about, bring to the surface, hey, why do I feel this way? Why, what am I blocked here or whatever? Um, so you can go there again, that's domthehypnotist.com slash hypnosis slash zoom. And you can find me on social media, dom.the.hypnotist on Instagram, TikTok. And then my YouTube is domthehypnotist. And you can send me a message there as well. Uh, if you have any Great. questions, be happy to to help you guys out with that. Great. Well, again, thank you so much. And um, that will all be in the show notes for everybody so that it's easily found for you as you can find Dom if you feel called to work with him. And have a wonderful day. Thank you, Liz.
I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace. This podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional. Past life, I think I, what happened was I kind of knew that I was going to do this risky thing that was going to cost mm-hmm. me my life. But the end of my life was the most torturous moment of my life. Like mm-hmm. it was like, oh my God, I really just, part of me just wanted to be married and have kids and teach a few people. And now mm-hmm. I'm not even, I had to let that thing die, you know, on, in my last moment and just like ending life super unhappy. So like I found out at the core of my being is like my greatest fantasy is like, can I just be a regular dude who like has kids and like work with a group of people? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I do something called deity yoga. And in deity yoga, uh, what you do, it's something I learned from the Tibetans uh, and, and, and psychedelics help with it is like um, what happened was on, I was on ayahuasca mm-hmm. and I knew a little bit about deity yoga enough to have it make sense. You know, the ayahuasca is not going to give this inspiration to someone who doesn't have a context for it. Mm -hmm. So it was like basically was suggested during this ayahuasca session that Ganesh is going to be somebody for you to work with. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought it was going to to work on doubt. Mm -hmm. And I realized that was true, but also uh, doubt of what? It was like doubt that I'm like strong enough, resourceful enough to handle like whatever comes my way. Uh, and also to remind myself about in the Ganesh thing, he's like, he takes his desire body, his mouse and his, his higher part, super ego, almost like, uh, learns to use his desires to guide him to what he really wants a bigger life than he ever imagined. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about, uh, being part of uh when i so then when i was with ganesh uh-huh. and i said the next person you work with is jesus because mm-hmm. you have torture like him so he was helping me deal with mm-hmm. torture but also he the when i thought about him i was like the greatest thing about that guy is he inspired other people to teach his stuff <laughs> that's mm-hmm. kind of cool i feel like um actually people who came after him made him <laughs> you know if, if they yes. didn't stick with what he said then did it so good for him to be so sticky but uh, I actually see that whole thing and all it's like all the people who contributed and keep yeah. contributing to it. it's one flow it's one like everyone's mm-hmm. I would call it like Christ consciousness or Buddhahood mm-hmm. it's this just simple knowing that you're part of something bigger than yourself and you're also you and we all have this ability to have this heightened intuition I think Jesus's message real message was the same as the Buddha's that were the all the ultimate reality mm-hmm. together, not just that he alone, it got maybe misinterpreted, I think, or mm-hmm. possibly the power elite took advantage of that misinterpretation so that they could keep their power. 
because then it had to go through like a priest class and people believed in hierarchy yeah yeah. instead I of having a direct source connection to god i think that's a good note to end on we're at the yeah. end of our time we here. covered a lot of stuff we did yeah, we yeah. did in like wonderful jonathan fashion we covered a lot of stuff <laughs> a lot of ideas yeah yeah concepts Can I... and so could you please tell people how to find you if they'd like to yeah work with you? you're doing Mosette. individual work as well yeah yeah i'll okay. just um be very succinct here mozenter.com www.mozenter.com there's uh just send me an email if you're interested in working with people we can work with me i do a lot of work um with teaching in groups i merge these different tibetan and energy things and deep psychological work to make you a better you uh so i'm going to be doing group work uh individual the individual work uh particularly with like uh people who have big visions about creating community and wellness centers um love to work with those kinds of people um or business entrepreneurs but i want to work with people who want to have a big impact and understand that they're going to need to do some deep work around their energy their archetype their self-awareness to be a better version of them i'm just going to help you get to do some mirror work with you see deeper patterns and reorganize those patterns in a more intelligent way people who think about systems of systems i love to work with couples couples i have this thing if you if we i'd love to have a culture where couples are um doing inner work together and they just fall deeper and deeper in love and maybe they even uh have a family project that's like bigger maybe the whole family is not only developing individually but they get together and maybe they work with other families i really um have that um and uh yeah also people who interested are interested in mixing with psychedelics uh let's get together and talk i i, feel, I got some ideas to how we can uh alchemize together that's what the cosmos project is going to be about where a lot of different people who are in the wellness and the arts and who want to heighten their creativity uh come together in a co-op form to uh create a better world but also bring our greatest gifts individually and collectively so anyways uh Thanks for having me on the show. It's been a lot yes, of fun. Yes, it was my pleasure to have you on the show. So um, all the content information will be in the show notes for the listeners. And uh, again, thanks for being on the Hypnotizing Podcast. Thanks. truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way, more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace. This podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment.
If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional.